When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, welcome to the Wine Over Matter podcast. I'm Laura. And I'm Steph. Thanks for joining us for another Wine Wednesday where we talk weekly about everything going on in our lives from weight loss, relationships, dating, pop culture, and so much more. Hey, Steph. Hi, Laura. You guys, right now, we are back where it all started. We're, this is where we recorded our first, what, two or three episodes? Yeah. At least, well, for sure two, maybe three episodes. So crazy. This is like not exactly where Juan was born, but where the first episodes came together, where a lot of the planning, initial planning came together, and here we are for the second annual Juan Yeah. So fun. It was basically we were like realizing, okay, it's been a year since we like made this little baby come to life, and we thought it was time to like get away for a couple days record some episodes, plan, like discuss like our goals for what we want to do over the next year. And kind of just like, literally, we come to this beautiful hotel, we have this gorgeous ocean view. And we're just like sitting here at our laptops, plugging away and wine and just hoping to bring you guys another year because I can't believe it's almost been a year. I cannot. It does not feel like it's been a year. Like no. it does and it doesn't at the same time. Like a lot happened. Because what year. is this episode? 47, 48? This is going to be 48. So yeah, we're like weeks away from our one year anniversary. Yes. And right? Like in one in one aspect, time flew by. In another aspect, it's like, okay, that was a really long time ago. Well, but- think about just how everything's changed. Like in this time, you've like decided to like start dating and you had a boyfriend and you went through a horrible breakup. breakup. Now you're in another relationship and like, it's just like so much has happened in so that one year. So much has happened in one year. And we have shared it with y'all. We have shared <laughs> every single detail. Nothing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we left <laughs> we've nothing. Sh- <laughs> um, we've shared a lot. Yeah. So we're just, we basically like just got here this afternoon and we're staying here for the next two nights and we mm-hmm. have a couple episodes to plan to record. Full agenda of, to get through and... Lots of wine in the fridge to drink to yeah. help us get through it. Like we're even, <laughs> we plan to go out to dinner once, but other than that, usually I think last year we like went to brunch too one day. We like kind of got out more and I think we're kind of just hunkering down and working. Yeah. So tonight we're going to make, um, we found another TikTok pasta recipe. Is it? Yeah, it's pasta. Yeah. And, um, we can't tell you if it's good yet cause we haven't cooked it yet cause we've been filling up on charcuterie. But it's supposed to be shaved Brussels sprouts. Pancetta. Pancetta. Thank you. I was like, uh. And then uh, gorgonzola gnocchi from, all from Trader Joe's. Three ingredients. They were out of two of them. Yeah. So we had to do some, <laughs> we had to get regular Brussels sprouts that we're going to have to shave ourselves. And just have um, a different kind of We did of a different gnocchi. kind of gnocchi too. But we're just going to make a little dinner. I think it's going to be amazing. I do too. But, um,. Yeah, so I'm just looking forward, and okay, Steph, 
I just got a text message from our friend Sarah, who you know. Yes. Um, have you noticed? Because I feel like this is actually like good timing. Have you noticed she had gotten hacked on Instagram? So she added me from another account and I was like, that's weird. Is that even Sarah? So I, but I saw like a lot of people were following her. So I'm like, oh, okay, it is. And then I saw on Facebook, she posted something about being hacked or something. Okay. So I had saw weird activity from her old Instagram. So I actually have been text messaging with her for the last like two years or two years, <laughs> two days. So basically what happened is she somehow signed up on some scam website for, I think she said a giveaway and she had, um, basically like before she even knew it, these people had her like Instagram information and was able to hack into her account. They started, um, changing her passwords, blackmailing her. It's I've, and so I've been seeing this. There's like a couple people I've even seen like in the dub dub community and stuff who've gone through this and they're like, all of a sudden they're like posting about like Bitcoin mining and all this stuff. And like, she's been like legit getting blackmailed. And so she actually, she just like updated me right now that she was able to like get into her account again, but then she got locked out again. And so it's been a nightmare. She's so you guys like watch like what you're filling out, watch like, just it's crazy. Be careful. Like, and when you say blackmail, what do you mean by blackmail? Well, they had told her to like record a specific video. Like, oh, so like, oh, all so my followers should. Like, hey, you guys, like, I just turned like my money. Let's just say like, because I don't even remember what her video said, but it was like, I just turned my $500 into $5,000 in 20 minutes. Like, you need to like message me, whatever. And so they told her to make this video and they would give her her account back. And she did. And they did not. And so now that And they've video, been posting that video now on her page. So anyone that still follows that isn't in the loop yet that she's been hacked. They're like, oh, like, and then they think she's... And that's how they get more and more people. So I saw that recently. Um, someone sent me somebody else's page. It's a male in the Dub Dub community. Yeah. Chris, I think. Something, Chris? Yeah, and I think, yeah, same the thing. same I'm, thing happened to him. I'm pretty sure, because I know he made a new account. Well, I, know, I wasn't so sure I'm assuming like, I don't I was... talk to him, so I don't know, like, his whole situation, but everything I kind of saw from him from a distance is, like, kind of seems to be exactly everything Sarah's been yeah, talking Yeah, I was like, me. it seemed a little scammy, but I, I was like, I don't know what to think about it besides scammy, but now, like, that you're telling me about Sarah, and it's pretty identical what's happened to both of them. Yeah, So obviously like there's it. something going around and you just have to be really, really, really careful who you give information to, what links you click, except, I mean, we all know this, like none of us, you know, I would say the majority of us are not boomers. Like we've grown up with this technology yeah. our whole entire life, you know, but you can still easily get caught up in it, you know, especially if you're getting, like if it's your own friend that's saying, Hey, I did this, and there's a video of them talking and saying that. Then, like, you trust people you like really know. But thankfully, people are like just text message because if you were to then message her and be like, "Hey, like, what is this? Are you like hacked?" Like, the person who'd be they responding to you is the hacker. Like, yes, it's not her. Like, so the person she was. So what happened was she made a new account, and the hacker was like messaging her on her new account or something. Uh, but then she said she got blocked. So I'm not really sure. This is all just stuff she... And she was, like, sending me screenshots of the conversation she's having with the hacker. Oh, my God. So, it's just really scary. It's really sad. They keep threatening to, like, delete all her photos. And so, just be careful. Apparently, this whole Instagram, like, 
hacking has been like a really big from like what I was Googling. I know a girl I went to high school with. Um, somebody had messaged me this last week and was like, Hey, uh, do you follow so-and-so on Instagram? And I was like, no. And so then she like kind of like filled me in and people are making fake other fake Instagrams with their, for this, um, I don't remember what it was called, but it's some porn website, making it look like you have like, like you're in a, porn like you're video in a, something? not in a porn video, but like, let's say similar to OnlyFans. Oh. Like, so you have your own OnlyFans account and like. So people like go and like sign up, but you're like giving information to like oh my god scammers. So yeah, they're taking pictures off of like your Instagram, putting your and then face making a new Instagram account with your name, with your same profile photo, being like, I'm not sharing any of my dirty pictures here, but you can follow, like you can check them out here, and then they have like a link in the bio, and then oh my they're gosh, scanning. and they're like, do you think it's like true? And I was like, I don't know, it could be because <laughs> it was like one of those people where you're like, I yeah. don't know, maybe. She's down on hard times. This is what she's doing these days. I don't know. And then, um, but it ended up being, then she said she like went and like dive, dove deeper in her stories. And she had said like, guys, I'm being scammed right now. Please don't like. That is not my profile. Yeah, exactly. Oh my gosh. So speaking so, of OnlyFans though. <laughs> oh my God. I know what you're going to, I totally know what you're going to bring up. Okay. So I keep having I always talk about like how I get into these weird TikTok worlds right well this girl keeps showing up in my TikTok for you page who sells her farts in jars I still don't know how Jeff oh no Jeff said he heard about it on a podcast yeah so Steph and Jeff start talking about this chick at dinner the other night and me and Jordan are like what the hell and Jeff and I are like yeah the girl that sells her farts in jars like both of us knew about it total dinner combo like how do you know about this but it just made the news that day because basically first of all that's ridiculous who is buying somebody's farts and jars that's disgusting there's people for everything oh my god but then this girl is like monetizing it even more than she already is so she has she sells a lot of farts and jars like i don't know what that girl has to <laughs> does eat. she sell it through only well, no, you know. can't sell products through only fans i don't know if it's only fans or like i i honestly don't know that part instagram some i don't know yeah but She's getting with the times and with the times are like NFTs right now. Yes. And so she's selling farts in jars as NFTs. And that's what made news last week. So that's why Jeff knew about it. <sighs> NFTs still make my head spin. I don't, I don't understand. Like, what does that mean to get an NFT of a fart in a jar? I don't know. Because I'm not actually I getting a fart in a jar, think right? It's like unique, though. Like, you're the only one to get that particular fart in the jar. Well, obviously, like, I don't. And what is this girl having to eat and do all the time to be having so much farts to be putting in her jars? Dude, if I, if you, if there's actually money to be made, I will fart in as many jars as you want me to fart in. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone is interested, I'm just kidding. I mean, I feel like something that would be a little bit more of a classy move would be doing like the feet photos instead or something. I also looked into that recently. <laughs> It's literally something for everyone. So here's the thing, because I randomly did look that up, honestly, recently. Like, oh, no. I wasn't, like, really, like, I don't need extra money that bad that I need to do that. But I was like, that sounds so easy. Like, if it really is that easy, just, to, like, post some pictures of your feet. Like, I think I have nice feet. And, and make people some money. pay you for them. But, like, in my head, I'm like, nobody knows who you are, right? Like, that's the great thing about yep. feet pictures. Like, it's weird, like, if you have a foot fetish or whatever, but nobody's ever going to know. But then I started Googling, like, how to do it or whatever. And it's like, obviously, you need an OnlyFans or something. But, like, 
you have to market yourself. So they're not buying. So you have to have a, like be telling people on Instagram. You have to have like a like, Twitter and Instagram. And so, so nobody's buying your feet pictures because they actually think you have gorgeous feet or whatever. They're buying it because they think like, like they see your face, they see your body, whatever. And they're like, oh my God, I, I like feet. that. So like, I want your feet. So you do like. I'm sorry, we're getting into this. <laughs> you you, are, you can't just be like putting your, You can't just put your feet up there and expect people to buy them. No, and that's when I was like, "What am I doing? Why am I googling?" <laughs> <laughs> I'm oh never gonna sell feet pictures ever. But I just got seriously curious for a minute. What are there's so many? There's there's literally like there's people with like OnlyFans of like literally them eating. Like people just yes. want to like watch them eat. Oh, the, um, I I was going to say a word that I don't think it is, but it starts with a B or something. It's like on TikTok too. Like literally they just sit there and they eat and all you hear is the sound of them like crunching on whatever they're eating. And like people are into that. I'm like, that's so gross. There's nothing worse to me than hearing somebody chew. It's the worst. It's gross. It is. But there's a population of people out there that are super into that. Like they're like, oh, give me more of that. Give me more of that. I'll pay for that. (laughs) It's oh my like, God. just get some ASMR video of somebody eating on YouTube. You don't have to pay someone. But I think that's part of the thing, too, is, like, people pay for that stuff because it's, um, I think they feel like it's just for them when they're paying for yeah. it. Versus, like, when you're finding it online, like, it wasn't made for you. That's true. So I think that's kind of part of the, and that's just a guess. I don't know okay. if that's. Let's just say life or death, someone came up to you and was like, if you want to live to see tomorrow, you have to do one of these three things for the rest of your life with your face attached to it. Okay. You either have to, and like everybody from work is going to know all your friends, everybody. So this you, is not a secret. It's like, this is what I do. Because you're going to advertise on social media and stuff. Okay. So you either have to sell your farts in jars, <laughs> you have to sell feet photos and like advertise the shit out of your feet okay. photos, or you have to like eat and whatever that thing is, the ASMR feet or whatever. Feet photos. Feet photos. Yes. What would yours be? I feel like mine would also be feet photos, but... Like, imagine how weird that would be. You're like, hi. I have a new, you don't have, I have to a, do that, though. You just be your same fun, like, personality and take, like, cute, sexy pictures. And then, like... Like, I just finished a Peloton workout. Who wants a picture of my sweaty <laughs> And then a guy would be like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Can I get a video of you taking your socks off? And, like, it would be like, yeah, there's gross people for everything. I just need to know. Sorry. It's, you're not gross if you're into that. If there's... Yeah. Don't we got to be please. clear. We're not... Shame, we're not shaming feet lovers. we're not shaming kinks we're not shaming kinks we sh- okay we should move on <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so but if you want one of our feet photos dm, DM, us. DM us how much you're willing to spend so we have an idea of if this isn't <laughs> okay in all seriousness oh, how did we get here <laughs> i don't know but i think the only way to turn this conversation is to go the most innocent way now like how is penny Dude, there's nothing innocent about that dog. I mean, there's literally nothing going on in our life right now because Penny is pretty much our life. She's taken over. She is. It's She still can't be trusted to be alone for like two seconds because she will... Chew, dig, bite. She'll, oh yeah, she's muffin. loving digging right now. That's like her new jam. But yeah, we started, we just had our second week of puppy training today. She was horrible. Like worst dog in the class by far. Like... Penny's not a fan of school. Went like, recess. Totally. Like, all the dogs are being so good and listening. I think the problem was, too, we didn't have a good enough treat. Apparently, she was like, 
anytime somebody else would give her a treat, she was like, yes. So then we'd go to give her ours. And she's like, no, I have that all the time. I want what they got. <laughs> like, so she's just, yeah, she was naughty today. It was just like, Jeff and I were like, let's just go. Like, this is ridiculous. You're like those parents, like when their kid has a, like a concert in kindergarten and all the kids are standing there singing with like their angel halos at Christmas time. And your kid's the one that's like doing some weird thing, like on the floor or something. <laughs> you're like picking their nose, <laughs> like refusing to sing. Yeah, like, that's, that's funny. funny. <laughs> that's her. Now, and so, yeah, so a couple of weeks ago, she got her, like, last round of shots that's needed before she can start, like, doing things. So that's why we had started the, like, puppy training classes. And then, um, but, so the best part is we're able to, like, take her out. Because we were, like, being super careful, like, not taking her out. But, like, now we're starting to go on walks now. And we've already gone to, like, two breweries with her. And, and so that's ahead, fun. Right? Oh, yeah. When we went to... And it was like, we kind of timed it nice the first time we went. Because she had her puppy training. Then we had gone and visited my parents for a little bit. And then we went straight to the brewery. And so she was kind of, like, pooped. And she... um, Yeah, like, everybody was obsessed with her. And then she, like, passed out. And just, like, slept, like, right under our table. She was, like, so good. So cute. And then, like, the next day we went to a different brewery. And same thing. Total hit. Aww. And then just, like, eventually just, like, laid down under the table. And was, like, so good. So do you worry with how cute she is? Because you mentioned that while we're gone this weekend, Jeff might take Penny to a brewery. Do you worry that, like, he's just going to be swarmed by, like, chicks? Because (laughs) Because he, no, we've already talked about, like, he even said, he's like, I should have got a dog a long time ago kind of thing. But because it's literally, like, chicks just come up and want to, like, can I pet your dog? And it's just, so yeah, they talked about going to the brewery today, like him and some of the guys. And I'm just like. Oh yeah, have fun. Every, all the guys are probably like, "When can we take Penny to the? Yeah, to the can brewery. we go like just us guys? Like, yeah, let's go." So she, um, so that part is fun, like trying to get her like socialized, socialized, and, and like excited about going places because we want that to be like part of like she just thinks that's the normal thing we do. She's so, so cute. I saw her before we left today, and I got a couple snuggles, and she got a haircut. So she went from being like this total ch- fur chunk. I know. I thought she was so much chubbier and she like now looks just like my little girl again. But she's still, she's already like 21, 22 pounds, I think. Oh my gosh. So she's like getting so big already. She's so cute and so sweet. She's the best. Yeah. She, she's great, but she's a lot. It's, (laughs) I mean, we just think like so often we're just like, oh my God, it was so nice. Like, I mean, I haven't slept past seven and I don't, in weeks, which I'm not used to. Which, it's, like, usually I'm up on my own by, like, between 7.30 and 8, like, but I don't want to be up, like, I hate an alarm waking me up, and that's what sucks. Yeah. <laughs> so. I hate that, too. But it's, it's a lot. It's, like, always, like, anything we plan, if we're leaving her, it's, like, okay, well, it can't be more than, like, three hours and things like that, so, I don't know. It's fun. We love her. She's great. She's adding a lot of joy to our life. She's the best. Um, but okay. So we're a few weeks in now to the year. How's, how are you feeling with dub dub since you've been like still like on it? I'm doing really good on dub dub. Are we tracking this weekend? So I haven't entered anything yet, but I have been tracking everything good or bad leading up until now. So like even last weekend, I did a day with one of my friends. We went to LA. We ate everything drink everything and I actually tracked and so somebody had messaged me 
Monday, the day after, and they were like, I'm just curious, like, do you take days off and like you just don't track on those days or like do you track? And I'm like, no, I really am trying to track because I would like to see like patterns. Like, yeah, because for example, this past week I did my weigh in and I lost, I think it was 0.6 pounds or something. So uh-huh. like nothing crazy, but I, that was still, still a loss. Lost. And you had like a crazy day. And I had a crazy weekend, but I got back to it Monday through Thursday and, you know, I can, I can still have those crazy weekends and have a loss. Am I going to lose as fast as somebody that, that doesn't have crazy weekends and tracks obsessively seven days a week? No, I'm not going to be in that, like, four pounds a week range. But that's but not our lifestyle. That's not our lifestyle. That's not the lifestyle I want. I did that my first time around. I lost weight super, super quick my, my first time around. And right now, I just feel like I have such a good balance. And I'm also, like, I'm just, like, committed, too. Like, I'm, I know, like weekends even with Jordan like Jordan and I have been trying to do better so we've been trying to do like I'm usually with him like Friday to Sunday so like Saturday we'll try to do like dinner or something and then Friday we'll cook something at home so yeah. like we're being a little bit better about what we cook at home or instead whatever instead of like just going out like the Every entire meal. weekend exactly so even him and I are making um better choices together too which is really nice because I feel like that can be really hard in a relationship to be with sure. somebody that just wants to go eat burgers and fries every single weekend, you know? Yeah. And so we were actually talking about, like, weight loss goals for the year because he he was saying, like, years ago when he first moved from Ohio to California, he had, right before he moved, like, was in the gym a lot and was watching what he was eating and he was super motivated, lost a lot of weight and, has, you know, has gained a lot of that back. So we both, like, kind of gone through that. And so we were like, okay, want to make it a goal to lose – 50 pounds by and we gave a date and we were like cool like it's not a race obviously because he's going to be losing a lot quicker than I am he's a guy that's how it works but we like have this goal that like we're both it's not a race to get there nobody's going to win if they get there first it's just like a goal with an end date and then we made like a half point goal so we were like okay our half point goal is 25 pounds again not a race but when we hit 25 pounds, like, we'll reward ourselves with something. And you both have to be there. So. We both have to be there. Okay. So if he hits it first and I'm not there yet, he has to wait until I get there, too. Uh. And then um, we decided on a spa day. And so we were like, when we hit 25 pounds down, we're going to do a Glen Ivy spa day. So fun. And, like, we're not going to do Glen Ivy before that. Like, not until we both hit our goals. That's going to be, like, our reward. So it makes it, like, even more So if more I win, fun. like, a free weekend there next weekend, you're going to tell me no? Um, I'd probably go. <laughs> I just can't, we can't post pictures. You can't know that. <laughs> no, I would not. I love Glen Ivy. I love Glen Ivy too, but I just, I think it's fun, like, when you're um, dating somebody, like, where it doesn't feel awkward to have goals that, like, you can have together, you know? Yeah. And it makes it easier to make better choices while we're together too, because it is hard when you're dating, you know? And, um, so yeah, it's like, have I been perfect? No, obviously you guys watch my Instagram. You just, (laughs) I post a lot, but I'm trying to be like as good as I can when I can. And that has helped. Like I lost, I think four pounds, my first weigh in of this year, which you always lose the most your first weigh in. And then but the every, month's not even over and you've already lost probably like, what, five, six five pounds? pounds. Yeah, yeah, that's so great. Like my second two were under a pound each, but I'm still like, that all adds up. It's going to take longer to add up, but like it all adds up and it's better than being up, you know? Yep. So I'm definitely proud of myself with there. And it feels like one, it's so hard to get back into it. Oh, it is. But once I- you are back into it, it feels so good. 
Like, so, and you don't want to fall out of it because you know how hard it is to get back into it. Yeah, I've definitely, oh my God, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think she forgot she was recording for a minute. She totally yawned. <laughs> sorry, I'm so boring. <laughs> um, but I just like, so I've been tracking, I would say like 95% of the time. Like some days I'll be just like totally forgot something or I've just, but I haven't been like, super motivated like I'm tracking it the good the bad and the ugly and stuff and I've been making better decisions and I've been doing especially the last like two weeks but I haven't been weighing in which I'm kind of like that was kind of dumb of me but it's kind of I was kind of just wanting to just get in a swing of thing without being motivated by what I see on the scale and just kind of like start trying to get into better habits again so um I've definitely been tracking more it's just been hard, like you said, with the dog. Like, I feel like we've been, like, kind of just super stressed, super out of a routine because we're just, like, kind of all over the place. But, um, I mean, we're doing our good at, like, I mean, we cook all week. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's, like, I definitely think I could be doing better. But I'm also, I've been doing, like, Yeah, you're taking steps to get, there. to get there. And it is. It's If it was easy to just, like, decide one day, like, I'm sick of my bullshit. I want to get back on my game. And it was that easy that you could just go back and forth between being off the wagon and then on the wagon. Like everybody would would get, jump on and off because they'd be like, cool, I could have like a couple weeks of just like raging and eating whatever yeah. I wanted because it's like so it's not easy to get back on track. Like it, I feel like it's taken me like a year of trying and I'm like, it's still scary even like saying I'm back on track just because I know how easy it is to like fall back off you know yeah. so it is it is hard but I'm like you have to t- take each day for what it is and and it's hard because it's like I feel like because we put ourselves out there we have the podcast we have our Instagrams we talk about all of this openly and it's like so hard because it's just like we're super vulnerable vul- Jesus vulnerable when we share these things and then it's like you feel like a broken record sometimes you're yeah. like I know we've said this before but it's like but this is our this is us this is our journey this is our reality this is what it is exactly yeah, we don't try to paint a picture that we're more perfect than we are. Like, we're human just like everybody else. Exactly. But speaking of that, I have a quote for you that okay. I came across on Instagram that I'm going to read. So okay. we decided once in a while we're going to get, like, a cool, like, if because if, Laura and I both love, like, saving inspirational stuff on Instagram, like, sharing it with each other. And we're like, how about we share some of these with you guys? So I'm going to share something that struck home with me um, and hopefully we'll inspire and motivate and kind of make some of you guys start to think too so this is by ariel belgrave her name on instagram is jim hookie she's a really cool account if you want to follow Um, but it says if the gas tank in your car was empty and you only had enough cash to fill up a quarter tank you wouldn't keep it on empty just because you couldn't fill it up all the way same goes for your workouts can't do an hour cool do 15 minutes Something's better than nothing. And that can apply to like not just workouts. That can also be tracking. Like, okay, cool. So you ru- you blow it at dinner or you blow it at breakfast. Let's say yeah. you go to breakfast. You would, that doesn't mean that you also have to blow it at dinner. You know, it's like something is better than nothing. And that is like a really good way of thinking well, about this it. This almost takes us back to like what we were talking about a few weeks ago when we had Taylor on the podcast and talking about like, you don't, like, it's not realistic to expect to always be able to give 100%. You can't. So if 70% is what you have, like... Give that. Give that, because that's better than exactly. nothing. And sometimes, like, I think if you... Like, for me, I share my workouts on 
Instagram. So uh-huh. unless I forget, which I feel like I don't forget, like it's such a habit for me to share. Like you basically know the days I'm working out and the days that I don't because I yeah. share it, right? So it's hard for me. Like if I do only have 15 minutes, like I feel like that's going to be like, this is so stupid that I think this way, but like that, that's going to be boring. Like I'm going to share that I like, I did like a 15 minute like core workout or something. It's like, yeah. why? That's more than like zero of a core workout. More than the like, core workout I did today. Yeah, like, yeah. So I think like sometimes we get so wrapped up in like thinking of what perfection looks like or what a workout looks like or what it should be that like, if it's anything less than it's not a workout and it's like, it's absolutely a workout. Like if you're moving more than you are, if you don't hit play or whatever, then it's a workout. That working out has been like, cause the tracking that's like kind of come and gone. I do pretty good at that. That I know I can do. It's the workout I have not done in so long. I know I've shared that. So I finally like back in sometime in December, I had gone into the office and I was talking with one of my coworkers and she was like, she somehow, somehow we got on the topic of Peloton. She found out I had one. She was like, Oh my God, I'm doing my 500th ride today. You should, um, you should join me. And I was just like, and I, Gave her, like, my BS reason on why I wasn't going to. I don't even remember what I said. And then, like, fast forward to, like, a month later, um, this last weekend, um, one of the girls that I work with on Instagram, she had, like, asked a Peloton question. And so I just responded, and she immediately responded, like, oh, you have a Peloton, too? And I was like, yeah. She's like, I'm adding you to our group. They have, like, a work group chat. And I was like, ah, crap. (laughs) So then I get added in on Sunday to this group chat with, like, four or five other people. And so it was like, basically like we plan like, okay, let's try to do a ride. So every day, like they try to plan a ride, not every day, but like most days. And so it was enough to be like, I don't have an excuse, but mind you, I probably shouldn't have immediately hopped on and done a 30 minute ride. Cause like I thought I was going to yeah, die. That's hard. I was like, I really should be doing 20 minute rides first. But, um, but I did it like two days in a row you go, and then girl. it sucked. Cause so it's like, we did it cause we were off. So this happened on Monday cause we were off work on Monday and then, um, yeah, Tuesday I rode, Wednesday I rode Thursday. We had, um, I had to take Penny to the vet before work. So I didn't get to ride before work. I didn't really have an excuse on why I didn't ride though. After work, I still could have done that, but it's like been nice to like have, have that because we work we start work at the same time we like so we've been picking like times between meetings or like before work and stuff and um i'm like okay at least i have like one more extra push of like the work people like bugging me like hey come ride with us yeah. and i'm like fine even though i hate saying how but i'm i'm good about not letting it bother me like and I do truly feel like the people I work with are like a no judgment zone. Cause I'm just like watching my, my score versus them. Like they're just like annihilating. I'm like, they're like kicking ass. I'm like, they're so good. But, um, I was like, whatever works. If this is like something that can help me motivate and get me moving, got me on the bike a couple times this week. So exactly that alone, I'm pretty happy with. Cause I had not rode in months. I'm proud of you. And a 30 minute ride, I would have died. I rarely do 30 minute rides and I ride a lot. <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah. Cause I like to do typically like, I might do like a warm up, a 20 and then a cool down and then maybe like a 10 minute other workout or something. So, um, I don't, and that's what I told him. I was like, I was like, maybe sometime we could do 20 so that yeah. I can do. And so that was one, which I didn't end up getting to go to cause I had to take Penny to the groomer, but they did like a 20 minute ride and a 10 minute, like nice. arm workout type thing. So it's like that kind of stuff I would like to do. Yes. But, um, 
Because I think it's nice to do something else with it besides just the cardio. Exactly. But I'm just glad. Hopefully, if I can just get back on the bike a few days a week, I'll be happy. Exactly. That's Especially because awesome. I'm paying $40 a month for it. <laughs> You're like, get back on. Yeah. yeah. I'm proud of you. So. So we got a little or a lot. I think it's a lot of pop culture going on right now. Okay. Hit me with it. So I think the most important thing that we need to talk about <laughs> is... The Britney Spears, Jamie Lynn Spears drama and how Jamie Lynn Spears released a book this week conveniently and then also did a two-part interview on Call Her Daddy Daddy podcast. Thoughts? Okay, so I'm so out of the loop with everything. You know I've been really, really bad the last couple of months with social media and everything else, so I'm just kind of out of the loop. I did see, because I follow Call Her Daddy on Instagram, I had saw when she posted that day like that Jamie Lynn was going to be on this week and I was like oh my god I can't wait to listen now both episodes have dropped and I still haven't listened (laughs) so clearly I could have waited because I wasn't that excited after all um I so you've listened to both parts I've listened to both parts let me can you just share some stuff about it with me because I don't really have anything I can contribute so my (laughs) thoughts basically are Jamie Lynn is playing the victim and I almost feel like she's doing damage control. She's wanting to be the first one to get interviews and talk, talk to people because whatever Brittany Brittany does. Yes. Cause whatever Brittany comes out and says is not going to be painting her family. And she already has come out and said things. She's, she said things about Jamie Lynn on her own Instagram. And so I almost feel like it was damage control. Do I think Brittany Spears has mental health problems? Do I think she's a normal Sane, completely sane person. No, but I also think it's super shitty for her sister after she's been like locked up basically for 14 years to now come out and be like, oh gosh, like the truth might come out, whatever the truth is, you know, we yeah. don't know. So I need to do damage control and release a book and go talk to Alex Cooper on Call Her Daddy well, for two hours. And that's the thing too, is it's like, okay, did you write this book overnight? Like what, like... Because the whole, timing all just seems so... Her whole thing is like, I'm a person too, and I felt like I never mattered. Like, I was always... Like, she basically was, like, trying to say that, like, she was, like, an unwanted baby. And, like, that's why she doesn't have a B name. Like, her brother and sister are Brian and Brittany, and she's Jamie Lynn. And you then, were named after your mom and dad. Yeah, but here's the funny part, where she brought this up, and I'm like, that is kind of funny. So her mom's name is, like, Lynn, L-Y-N-N-E. Uh-huh. And they named Jamie Lynn, Jamie Lynn, but it's L-Y-N-N. There's no E. Like, are they, are they, I don't understand. That family's weird. Like that is, I got it. You would think if you're going to name after mom and dad, it would be. Like, spell the names the same way. But is dad not the same way either? Jamie, yeah, J-M-I-E. Does she not, does she spell it with an E? Yeah. Oh, I don't know why I thought it was J-A-M-I. No, J-A-M-I-E. And then, so the mom's name is just missing an E. It's freaking, there are weird things, but her whole like start to the interview is basically like, the sob story of how she's never mattered and she matters. Like, yes, the experiences that her sister has gone through, Britney Spears has gone through are like, you know, awful. And that matters too. But she also matters. Like, what about her when Britney was going through this? And what about her when like all these things? And I was like, are you for real? So she's making, oh, okay. So I did see a reel of them like making fun of it. And so that must've been what that was. Cause it was like, it was basically a guy like dressed up as Jamie Lynn. And he's like, when Justin and Brittany broke up, why did nobody care how I felt and how I was affected? And when Brittany shaved her head, why did how I wasn't? That's basically what she was saying. She even brought up that breakup. Like she was like, 
when they broke up, I was devastated. Like, Justin was family, blah, blah, blah. And then she made it, like, she was like, oh, I was at my friend's house. And, like, I had to find out that way. Like, everything was about her. And it's like, so she's coming out and basically saying this book has nothing to do with Britney. Really? You had 14 years. It's you could like have written everything a book. Said. <laughs> yeah. And then you, you release a book, like, a month or two after her conservatorship ends or whatever. Like, that seems damn convenient to me. Yeah. So you were silent for all those years. And she is a fairly private person. Like, I don't yeah. follow her on Instagram, but I've, like, gone and stalked her Instagram a couple times. And I'm like... She's she first of all she blocks out her kids' faces and everything. You cannot see her kids' faces and pictures. She doesn't post a whole lot. She is a fairly she has been a fairly private person. So why all of a sudden are you doing is she interviews? Still mar- is she still married to her kids? No, or the she second kid's dad. So, so not the first. She is one. married. Yeah. Okay. But I mean, a lot of what she said was interesting because it, it throws you back. Like I remember being so engulfed and so obsessed with pop culture and TMZ and Perez Hilton and all those like gossip celebrity blogs in like what year was that like 2007 or something yeah it was around like i was i lit i went on prez hilton and i read every article every day oh yeah i'd like in the morning i would literally scroll everything that was new on prez hilton oh yeah that was like like, yeah yeah so like that was part of like like we grew up with that you know like i think that was like right after high school like high school right after high school for me like i remember that was like part of my news like instead of reading the news that's like what i would read in the morning so there, I did read about a lot of these things. So a lot of what she was saying was interesting to hear. Like she talked about how, you know, she got pregnant at 16 and basically what happened, like what they strategized to like get her to go live in like this cabin with her mom for like two months to like hide. But she had, before she left, she had given OK Magazine the story and like this photo shoot and then it was going to release on a certain day. So they took off into like hiding basically for a couple months and then the story released, but like she was nowhere to be found because they were like in this cabin in like Vermont or something, you know? Okay. And um, so some of that was like interesting because you're like, oh, I remember when that OK Magazine yeah. story came out. And oh my God, I remember. So it's like if she really did just focus on herself, which that's the thing, there wasn't enough to talk about. Like, and I mean, I guess there would be. She was pregnant at 16 as a celebrity. She had a TV show. She, you know, her daughter, her yeah, oldest daughter her almost show, died. Her show. Oh, really? They had like a rollover ATV oh, accident. Yes. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah, it's it's all unfortunate. It's all bad. What was how did Alex handle the interview? Was it very like very interviewing? Super. But was it like was she being very like not antagonizing her, but like was she being like giving her hard hitting questions like she was on, or was it more like I'm on your side, like bestie? To me, it felt like feel. it felt like she was more on Jamie Lynn's side. Like, it just seemed, it, I don't even know necessarily that it was sides, but she definitely was not on Britney's side. So I, yeah. wouldn't, I wouldn't say she's team Jamie Lynn, but she definitely was not like, there was no like, oh, but your sister, oh, this or that. Like, I mean, I guess she did a couple questions. Like, she wasn't being super Britney defensive. No, and like, to... it was just like an interview. It was interviewing her. And of yeah, course, I'm... we knew with cer- certain things that were going to come out from that. Like, yeah. we knew it was going to be about Britney. Like, it's not, rel- nobody's going to go listen to a two-part episode with Jamie Lynn Spears if it's not about Britney, you know? Well, and what what would you have to say all of a sudden, like, that wasn't yeah, Britney right related? Now. I just, I'm curious. I still want to really listen, because I know um, Call Her Daddy just came out with another episode. I think it was today or yesterday. And the title was Cancel Call Her Daddy. And the little clip I happened to see on Instagram, I think were people, like, pissed off 
that she did an interview with Jamie Lynn. Yeah. And so, but I still want to listen to it. I'm, I'm obviously curious. So. Yeah. Well, and it's hard because like, it's hard because like I'm, everybody knows there's something not right with Britney Spears, but like was whatever is mentally going on with her and has been going on with her enough to deserve a 14 year abusive conservatorship? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think most people do think so. But obviously we know, like, the conservatorship didn't just end one day because now she's, like, mentally more sane than she was. Like, I think she's still not all mentally there. But I think the fact that Jamie Lynn Spears is doing all these things right now shows the the manipulation and, like, the bad things that went on in that family. Because otherwise the timing, why now? Yeah. Like, you're, you're hiding something, or you're riding the coattails of this whole Free Britney thing, or you're... Something you're doing little, is not right, it. you know? Yeah. What do you think Britney is going to come out with an interview anytime? I personally do. And I know, like, I've read a lot of people, like, when her conservatorship ended, like, wanting her to do Oprah, because Adele had just done the Oprah thing, uh-huh. you know? And I think she's going to get some, like, big interview like that. Yeah. Where everybody's going to want to watch. Yeah, it's not going to be like a podcast or something. It's going to be a big special ABC. Like, it's going to be a big deal when and she does I it. I just hope that Britney Spears comes with, like, proof when she does do that of things. Like, because Jamie Lynn Spears did read a certain text message in the interview, basically. Um, I hope she comes with proof that's like, no, this is... But is reading a text message proof? No. No, because you could be Because we don't know what that is that she supposedly read. I don't know. What was the text message about? I'm trying to remember the text message that she read. I think it was... um, I can't remember. Like, I want to say it was something like... Like, because Britney Spears has gone on, like, rampages on Instagram where she'll, like, talk crap about Jamie Lynn Spears or whatever... And so I think it was about that. And I think she was like, hey, like, why are you driving me into this? And also, like, my ki- my kids and I are getting death threats and whatever. And I think it had something to do with, like, Britney Spears apologizing and being like, no, whatever. And then she'd go and do it again or some- something like that. Okay. Um, but, yeah, I just think the timing of it was off. I think it's really sad that that's their family dynamic. I mean, she goes deep into, like, the issues of her dad and his alcoholism and, like, not really being there for his kids. And sh- then she goes into, like... The mom, how, like, obsessed she was with staying in that unhealthy marriage. And then, you know, how how the attention was all on Britney because she had this like, career going. And then the attention was on her being pushed into, like, this TV. Like, there is, like, unfortunate. Neither one of them. They both grew up in the same household. They both grew yeah. up with the same parents. And it was a dysfunctional, not healthy house, you know? Yeah. Like, so they both have that that in common. But I think, obviously... I don't know. Neither one of their experiences matter more than the other. But when you ride somebody's coattails to share yours or you try to paint a story that's not real, I think that's where people get bothered. Yeah. So. Let's talk Kim and Kanye. Oh, man. Kim and Kanye. So all I know from that. So, yeah, I'm like, you're going to be the one who has to fill in everybody (laughs) on everything right now because I'm just like, I only know what I quick, quick see. But from what I know was who's who. Was it North's birthday? Chicago? It was Chicago. Chicago had a birthday last weekend or the weekend before, and Kanye was not invited. Yes, he was is not that- invited, but supposedly what was said is they're going through a divorce. Like, yeah. 
So Kim was having a birthday party for Chicago and Kanye, like Kim's party for her was at noon and Kanye's party for Chicago was at four. So it was like a quick oh. party with Kim and then Kanye was supposed to get Chicago and do the, her birthday party. And so Kanye apparently tried to show up to the party and security stopped him for whatever reason. And so then Kanye being Kanye, like went to the press and was like, I can't even get into, like, I can't even go to my kid's birthday. Was that like a story he posted? Yes. Like he was like talking. So he was storying on his, was it on his Instagram? I think so. Okay. And, um, so he was like blasting her and he's like, she won't let me in because Pete Davidson's there or whatever, which Pete Davidson was not at, supposedly I wasn't there. I wasn't there, you guys, but... But from what I can gather, Pete Davidson was not at Kim Kardashian's daughter's birthday party. Um, but anyways, like fast forward and supposedly Kylie and Travis led him into the park. Like he just made it sound so dramatic. I don't know if that's true or not. But um, I just think their dynamic is such a mess. Like I, know. I he's he's writing songs like throwing his his ex-wife and kids under the bus. Like he basically the song that he just was on with another rapper, I forgot who. Uh-huh. That was just released. There's lyrics in it basically about how like the kids are are raised by nannies and cameras, like they're not raised by like the parents and these like he says something about like spoiled ass kids like you're going to eat top ramen and play like this ain't your mama's house. Like you're going to do chores and stuff. And it's like, your kids are going to listen to that. Yeah. And let's not like throw your, like the mother of your children. Yeah. Clearly you saw something in her. She hasn't changed (sighs) much from when you met her till now, you know, she was the Kim Kardashian. We all know now seven years ago, eight years ago, whatever it was when they got together. So I just think he's, I think he's an awful person, but at the same time, my opinion of her, I know we talk about Pete Davidson a lot, and I love Pete Davidson, and, like, he, the guy's got some big BDE, but what is she thinking? She went from one seriously mentally unstable person uh-huh. to another mentally unstable person. Like, what is she thinking? <laughs> I don't know. I just, I feel bad. I just hope that the kids don't become, like, because all that's going to suffer from this is the kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't care about Kim. I don't care about Kanye. Like, I just feel really bad for, like, the kids. And yeah. I, I hope Kim isn't doing shady things that are keeping the, them away from him. But he also needs to not be getting on social media and going on rampages about yeah, it. Get a lawyer. And it's just... It's unfortunate. Yeah. Yep. Okay, and I didn't even know. It was when I was trying to look up something with that, that Kanye had a girlfriend. Yes. How long has that been? I don't know, but I think it's been a shorter amount of time than the Kim and Pete Davidson thing. But so, like, no more than a couple months. No. And definitely her name's Julia not. Fox. Yeah, supposedly she's some, like, model, actress, somebody. I don't know. She's pretty. Yeah, I looked her up. Apparently she was in the movie with Adam Sandler last year, the year before, Uncut Gems, which I wanted to see that movie. I heard it was really good. Um, I don't know anything else about her. I didn't. I didn't know the name. I had to Google her. So yeah, I don't know much she, about it either. Okay. So they've only been together a couple months though. Only a couple months. And it's weird though. So she, they basically like went out to dinner at this place and like planned a photo shoot at dinner. And like in the middle of this restaurant where like people are dining are doing a full on like sensual like photo shoot like in this restaurant. Really? Yes. Like, when people were like eating dinner and stuff? Yes. So very Kanye. I, I mean, that's like up. on brand, but it's weird. And that's like, imagine was, having like no, 
like care in the world that like you're like yeah I'm gonna have a photo shoot right here and these people are all gonna eat dinner and watch me do it He's ridiculous. I don't even want to, like, awkwardly take photos in certain places at a restaurant. <laughs> I'm like, hurry up, hurry up. Yeah. <laughs> like, I just... Oh, that's so weird. And I think, like, my biggest thing with him is he's so outspoken, but he's outspoken in a controlling way. He, he speaks out because he wants to control and he's losing control. So, like, the things that he speaks out about are, like... Oh, like, Kim's dating already. Well, so are you. Oh, yeah. um, Kim dresses like a hoe or whatever. Like, yeah, that's... She's literally she dressed like the that same. When you decided to, to date her, marry her, and have four children with her. Yeah, like... Yeah. And, I, and I also don't think... I would not put hoe on Kim Kardashian's forehead. Does she have a sex tape? No. Yeah. A lot of us have sex, though. Like, unfortunately... I thought she... you were going to say a lot of us have sex tapes. I was <laughs> no, like, oh. Definitely not. <laughs> like, it's not a weird thing that adults have sex. So, unfortunately, she had sex with somebody who, like, released a sex tape that was super shitty. Whether or not she was involved, I don't know. Whatever. That was also, like, 20, 25 years but ago yeah, already, like, wasn't I don't, it? I don't think no, of, not that long ago. I don't ago, think of her matter. as, like, a hoe or, like, a whore or, like, a slut or anything now. Like, I... I see her as, like, a sex symbol. Like, she's, like, one of those girls that guys want, like, their, yeah. you know, she's and I think, gorgeous. I think, I mean, before I call her a hoe, I'd say she has, like, serious just, like, dependency issues where yes. she can't be single. No, Because exactly. she, we have only known her. In relationships. From, like, like, Reggie and Chris and Kanye. Kanye. And... Like, she's always gone, like, all of them are, like, yeah. never, I mean, I guess Courtney, like, was pretty single for a while. But, like, yeah, Kim is, like, definitely like dependent on being in relationships she's like so for can't you, just be single. for you to say all that about her when like you chose her and then now you have kids with her so now your kids one day are going to hear you're like saying all these things about her and you're saying oh she's dating somebody and whatever so that's not okay for her but it's okay for you to date somebody it's okay for you to do a public photo shoot i mean Kanye has that song that's like it's actually really good kind of but it's like <laughs> it's like the lyrics are basically throughout the whole song, like, you're such a fucking hoe. I love it. Like, the whole song. Oh, like, that's what that he is. says the whole song. So I'm like, it's okay for you. Like, it's a d- huge double standard. Like, it's okay for him to, like, rap about his little escapades and stuff, but, like, not for her. Like, she can't do it, you know? Yeah. Um, I just think he's... Like you said, I think he's he has um, some control issues and things like that, and... Definitely. Not a fan at all. Um, well, I'm glad we didn't plan our big trip to Vegas and spend thousands of dollars no on a ticket to go see Adele. Kidding. Did you read about that? Yeah. So I saw her. I'll play. Hold on. Let me pull it up. I'll play a quick like video that she posted on Instagram this week. Hi. Uh, um, listen, I'm so sorry, but... Um... My show ain't ready. We've tried absolutely everything that we can to put it together in time and for it to be good enough for you, but we've been absolutely destroyed by delivery delays and COVID. Half my crew, half my team are down with COVID. They still are. So she's basically saying, basically, because of everything going on with COVID, it's just allowed her not... So I think she's more blaming it. Like, she just doesn't feel... Like, the show's good enough, like, because of that. Like, I don't... don't Well, I read somewhere something that said, like, half of her crew is, like, out right now with COVID. 
So I've read multiple things. Um, I've seen TikTok videos and read like comments and stuff. And like some people are really understanding like this is happening to like a lot of businesses, like whatever. And some people are like, you're a doll. Like we're going for the voice. We're not going for a show. Like put a stool on the stage, get a microphone and sing. Like we're there for your voice, you know? Um, Yeah, it's not Britney Spears. Like you're not needing all of the like showy, the showy stuff and Cirque du Soleil performers and dancers and you're a doll. Yeah. You what need are a you stool and a mic. Yeah. Um, so I can see that. I also think I I have a different like perspective about how like what a bummer it is because living in Southern California, we're only a four hour drive from Vegas. If that if we were in that position, we'd be like, cool, we'll cancel our hotel room and we'll just get a new hotel room whenever the concert gets postponed yeah. to. Like no big deal, right? But, if but you like have flights people that have and... flights, and you know how hard it was to get those tickets. You know, not everybody's coming from Vegas in Southern California. And I mean, are and I don't know if they're. I know they were doing this like in the beginning of COVID, but are they still like offering refunds for things being know. canceled because of COVID? I mean, it's not being canceled because of COVID in a sense. Like the venue was, or like the city was, like, no, we're not doing concerts anymore. Like she's the one who canceled it. So I don't know. I would but think- yeah, there's people who paid like the amounts of money I saw people were paying, and like you said, yeah, flights and things that aren't as easy to just be fun. We're like, yeah, if we had to cancel a Vegas trip, it wouldn't be a we big can deal. Reschedule it whenever, exactly. Yeah. So that's a bummer. I saw a few TikTok videos of her. Like, I think fans were like posting TikToks and. um Instagram things and stuff and she started actually DMing like fans that said they had tickets or whatever and so she actually like FaceTimed a couple fans and DM'd a couple oh, fans that's cute. I like and that. said like oh we have a merch store that we were supposed to have at the show and she's like go like get whatever you want and she was like offering people to go get merch on her and do you happen to know about the free drink thing no okay I should have looked into it I was hoping you knew I saw some like Something about being offered free drinks and then taking it away. Oh, I did read that. She was like, oh, like, I'm going to buy you a drink or something to these girls. And then found out they weren't 21 yet. So she had to, like, she had to retract and be like, oh, no, 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 I'm not going to buy you drinks. (laughs) Like, you're not 21 yet. Okay, then that makes sense. Yes. So, but concerts and Vegas and weirdness, I think it's weird. I'm dying to know your thoughts. The We Are Young Festival. I mean, everything has already seemed to not. I mean, all so right off the bat, I'm seeing people share this like crazy. I'm seeing 50 bands in one day, and I'm like, that seems like a lot, but okay. Um, I'm immediately seeing some bands posting on Twitter and Instagram and stuff saying, didn't know we were part of this which that doesn't mean anything like there could be i don't know like like made that somebody could have yeah i don't know if that's all true but i did see bands like saying like oh we didn't even know we were part of this um apparently it's by the same people who did astro world um it's just but immediately sold out yeah and then they added a second day and that immediately sold out um i hope all goes well that's that's my thoughts too. I think logistically it's going to be I don't understand how like basically don't mark my words on these numbers, but the numbers I read were something like 85,000 attendees can go and there's three stages. So Yeah, and I heard it's like a rotating stage so that there's Well, I heard there's three stages and all of the stages are rotating stages so that there's never like a time where you have to like take down and then set up. So like one side, like while one set is performing, 
on the behind is the next act already setting up. So it's like literally can just rotate next band can go up. Cause there's literally so many bands in the lineup. I was like, there's no way all these bands. And like, a lot of them are huge, gonna, big bands. Yeah. I was like, so like, each band's going to perform. Like, obviously the bigger ones will get longer time, but I was like, it's a lot of big bands. Like these people are going to perform what? 20, 30 minutes. Like, is it starting at 8am? Like, well, and then they were like, because yeah, it's being put on by live nation who also put on the Travis Scott thing. And they're basically like, it's going to be chaos. There's 85,000 people in three stages, and you're switching sets that quickly. Like, people are going to want to go from this stage to that stage. And so I know, like, you know, the Travis Scott thing being fresh in people's minds, like, people were, like, worried about, like, trampling and just chaos of people moving from, like, stage to stage every 20 minutes, this, like, chaos of moving back and forth that I'm just, like... No thanks, hard pass. I think what's going to happen is the closer we get to the concert, you're going to start seeing like bands drop out, and it's not going to be as great as like we thought it was. Like be. with Fire, when bands were realizing this is shady, I'm out. Yes, like, I remember Blink 182 being the first band to cancel out a Fire festival, and then it was just like clockwork. After not to that. mention it was freaking expensive. I think the cheapest tickets were like three or four hundred bucks. Yeah, I think the cheapest I saw was like two eighty five a day. Yeah, like people pay like. People pay that for, like, Coachella weekend, don't they? On a whole weekend. Yeah. yeah. So, I don't know. That was, like, first of all, it's not my kind of music anyways. Like, I was blah about everybody performing. I know I'm, like, the odd man out. Everybody yeah. loves that no, music. No, there's, there's a lot of bands I like that are very nostalgic from, like, high school and college. But, um, one, you couldn't pay me to, like, with COVID, you couldn't pay me to want to go to a festival right now. That just sounds like, well, and... I also am just too old, I think, for that. Like, you tell me, like, there's an event with, like, 85,000 people. Like, no, thank you. I read this. I was reading a thread on a Facebook group I follow about this concert, and people were just sharing their thoughts. And um, one of the people's comments was like, I'm sorry, but it's this many people and this many bands, and it's only 11 hours or 13 hours or whatever she said. And this girl commented, and she's like, only 13 hours? Girl, I'm old. <laughs> I literally, if I go to a concert, it's like hitting the three hour mark. I'm like looking at my watch. Oh, yeah. I'm like, are we wrapping this up soon? <laughs> Dude, one of the last concerts I went to was with my sister. We went to an Ariana Grande concert and it was like that towards the end. It was so fun. I hate Ariana Grande. <laughs> it was towards the end and we're looking at each other like we're at a sports match where you're like, you want to leave now before everybody else leaves? Yeah. Like, you missed, like, the grand finale and everything, but we did. We we're like, yeah, let's be traffic yeah. and go. We haven't heard the best song, but whatever, let's Yeah, they're going to come out and do an encore. We'll miss it. No big deal. Yeah. But sounds better to be out, out the door sooner. Have you been watching anything? No, I haven't watched anything, but I am excited about one show. Okay, hit me with that first. Uh, have you seen the previews or anything for the Tommy and Pam? I've been knowing this show was happening for like two years. Is it a docu series or a mini series? I think it's, it's a mini series. Yeah, because I was yeah. like, they're not involved in it. No, no, no. It's okay. literally like it's scripted, just a scripted story based on their chaos. Speaking of sex tapes, <laughs> um, <laughs> I can't but yeah, wait. no, I'm excited for that. It's going to be very like '90s. Late 90s. Yes. I'm and, very excited. Yeah, that's on Hulu. I don't even know when that comes out. I know it's soon. I think soon. it's like Febu- the first week of February. Okay, I'm excited about that. I didn't realize it was a miniseries, though. I thought it was going to be just a movie when I originally heard about it, but um, that will be good. I do know you've watched one thing, though, because you were the one who told me to watch it, and Jeff and I finally watched it this last weekend. Don't look up. So good, right? Loved it. It's so good. It was a perfect... Satire. Like, satire political satire uh what do they call it uh social what do they call that um 
can't think of the term right now, but it literally, you're just watching it the whole time. And then it's funny, but it's also like super Serious, depressing. Yes. Cause you're like, you're like, oh, cause it's basically like to not like, I mean, I don't know if it's spoiling it or not, but if you haven't watched it, it's on Netflix, Meryl Streep's in it, Leonardo DiCaprio's in it, um, J-Law, Jonah Hill, a lot of big a lot names. of people that are in it, and it's uh, super. It was super funny and super depressing because it's basically about the. They find out that there's a comet that's going to hit the Earth, and it's basically going to be a life-ending catastrophe, and like basically put Earth into extinction. And um, so these scientists, and so these scientists are basically like warning everyone and people are just like not listening to the science. And so everything that's happening right now is very much, you could tell it was supposed to be like a satire to everything that's been going on with COVID. And um, like Meryl Streep's the president. She's supposed to be Donald Trump. Jonah Hill's (laughs) her uh, son and is kind of like Donald Trump Jr. And um, it was just, it was so good. It was really good. I enjoyed it. It was a, it was a fun hour and a half and like I said depressing because you were like when you would figure out who was who in the real life scenario and the situations you were like oh this is depressing (laughs) (laughs) but I enjoyed it I'm glad you told me to watch it it was pretty good don't look up that was on Netflix um I've also been watching all on HBO Max um Euphoria season two did you ever watch season one no I haven't it's a heart it's a freaking intense show it's like it's a lot. So I'm kind of glad it's not a bingeable show that I watch and I watch it week to week. Cause I feel like I need to like recover after every episode. Um, I really love that though. Um, I started watching a show called search party. Um, apparently the show's been on for five seasons. It's on the fifth season. <laughs> Everybody at my work was talking about it. And then I started seeing a ton of people on Instagram talking about it. I was like, how's this show been on for five years? And I never heard about it. Now <laughs> I keep hearing everyone talk about it. So, um, I started binging that. I'm like halfway through the first season. Um, it's basically, um, and I love HBO shows cause they're like 30 minutes and they're yeah. like quick, easy watches, but it's like these four friends who live in, I think I'm pretty sure they're in New York city. And like, they find out like one of the girls they went to college with is, uh, like went missing and they're, but it's like a comedy. It's not like a, like a true crime show or something. And that's like kind of, and like right now they're like kind of part of that whole like search party situation. So that's how it starts. I don't know how this goes on for five seasons, but we'll see. But it's fun. I'm glad I've started watching that. And then a new show started this last week called um, Somebody Somewhere. And I definitely recommend that. I really love it. It's It's, new. It's new. Okay. Um, It's an HBO show. And so it's um, the once a week thing like HBO does. And um, so I loved the first episode. Totally recommend it because I'm curious to see where that's going to go. That one's called Somebody Somewhere. Um, and then we both saw a movie I was looking very forward to. It was so, so nostalgic and so good. Scream. So fun. Which is, I'm a big horror movie, thriller movie, like that whole thing. And Scream is like one of the first ones, like I like snuck to see it in theaters because I was probably in sixth grade when that, it came out in 96 or 97. So I was in, I think, sixth grade when it came out. And I remember we, like, snuck into theater because they were, like, checking. Like, you were not, like, they were, like, big on, like, not letting kids in kids the... into rated R movies, I guess. Um, but that has always, like, been my favorite, like, slasher. Because it's, like, 
always been like kind of like a slasher comedy almost like it's it's pretty cheesy yeah and it's like so fun i've always loved it um i've liked a couple of the sequels this is so now this is the fifth one and it was very meta and very uh over the top but it was still fun exactly like i had a really good time with it i didn't go in with high expectations i think jeff went in with a little too high of it and i was like why (laughs) um but um even he enjoyed it though which he's like kind of a harsh critic so um, it was a good movie i liked it a lot yeah so i think if you were like a if you're like a big because i think the more familiar you are with Scream, the more you'll enjoy it. Because it's, like I said, it's very meta. But, um, I don't know. It was fun. I enjoyed it. Check it out. Um, but that's all I think I've been watching. The, I I don't know what I've been watching. Because the TV's on every night, but I can't tell you what's been on. So, <laughs> so you're on your phone while the, while the TV's on. Probably. I definitely don't have anything to report on lately. Yeah, I'm surprised. The, the only reason I have shows I've been watching is because I'm up so darn early in the morning that I like just like pop on like while I'm feeding Penny and I'm like going through the morning motions, like I'll usually watch an episode or two of something. So that's the only reason I've actually been watching stuff. Cause I feel like I haven't really binge shows in like a long time. So I need to get watching some TV. <laughs> <laughs> um, but other than that, anything else? No, I think, I think it's almost that time. You want to hit it? Flavor of the week. All right, Steph, what's your flavor of the week? My flavor of the week is one of my latest obsessions. I've shared it a couple times on Instagram now because every time I share it, people are obsessed with it. Um, but I have, I own two. I have one at my house and one at Jordan's house now. And it is a bathrobe from Target. It is the Women's Cozy Chenille Robe by Stars Above. It comes in two colors, cream and gray. I have two of the cream ones. Um, and it is seriously a dupe for the bath for the bathroom. For the Barefoot Dreams bathrobe. Okay. It Which is, I have the Barefoot Dreams bathrobe. It's So amazing. I would be curious. Yes. You should try mine to, and see. I need to like feel both and really. It's my favorite bathrobe because I'm not a huge bathrobe person. Like I get hot. I get really too easily. hot. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Especially if I'm getting ready. Like if I just wake up in the morning and put it on to go get coffee or something or like. Or like I have, I have one at Jordan's because he has a jacuzzi at his place. And so I'm like to. So you could just put on your bathing suit in the bathrobe and then go back and forth. Um, But my house, I'm like, I'm not just a big, like, walk around the house in a bathrobe person. But this one's, like, so soft, so cozy, so warm. I can't do it, like, when I'm blow-drying my hair and stuff because I'm too hot. Um, But it's seriously, like, the perfect bathrobe to me. I'm obsessed with it. It's under 40 bucks. Um, it recently went on sale for like 28 bucks. Nice. So I feel like you have to watch it to see if it drops in the price again. Um, but I was lucky enough that when it went on sale, I was able to take my receipt to Target and they were able to price, give me a oh, price nice. for it. Yes. So I was able to I get, forget they do that. I need to yeah, do Cause I, mean, I just got a pair of shoes that was just like, ended up being $15 cheaper. I should have done that. It's so easy. You just bring your receipt in and they adjust the price you know it's super super easy but i love this bathrobe it's i'm obsessed okay and just while we're on the topic of target hot take target you guys everything always if you see like an influencer share something from target 90 percent of the time you go on and then it's already sold out click the notify me when it's in stock button you just log in it'll say like log in you log in and they restock everything 
constantly. Anytime I click it, you'll get a notification. Because if you have the Target app on your phone, you'll get the notification and you'll get an email saying like this. Because a lot of times it's shoes. Like, yeah, it'll be out in my size. So I click it and then it'll email me. And then sometimes it'll be in sales. Sometimes it won't. And then I'll be like, oh, and I'll buy it or I'll be already over it. And I'll be like, never mind. But use the notify me when in stock button because things get restocked all the time. Love that. So that's my flavor of the week. <laughs> Lies. You have a real flavor of the week. I do. Um, and this is like kind of dumb. I'm even sharing it because if well, you not, don't know. we get a ton of questions about this. We so. do. Steph and I were saying we each get so many DMs every day about Wordle. <laughs> and I made it my flavor of the week this week because I feel like if I didn't do it this week, it was, gonna, it was going to become like we're all going to be over this in a couple weeks. Um, Wordle is for you guys that are like, what is it? Because every time I get one, I'm like, are you under a rock? Like, how have you not played yet? It is not an app. So don't go searching in the app store. It is a website. I don't, it's like powerlanguage.uk or something. If you type in Wordle, yeah, it'll just pop up. up. Yes. Type in Wordle in your search bar. It's the first, but it's like, you're going to think it's like not it because the website is like, powerlanguage.uk slash wordle or something powerlanguage.co.uk okay and it's basically a guy who made this word game like and everybody's obsessed with it and you basic i love it because i do it first thing in the morning i think it kind of gets like my brain going and you only get one word a day so you can't sit there and like play for hours die like kill like hours playing on your phone like so it's just like quick well it's sometimes it's quick sometimes it's not as quick um and you get six tries to guess the word and i'm love it it's so like i get super competitive with myself i got jeff doing it now too so i'll be like have you wordled yet he's like no so then he'll do it and he like almost beats me every day by like (laughs) one and i get so mad um but i'm obsessed and now there's been like spinoff wordles like so I, I saw you post one. I was like, wait, there's more. Oh yeah. There's so, well, I found out because somebody had mess DM'd me yesterday and said that there's, um, one with dirty words and oh. it's called Ludle L E W D L E. And so those are all like dirty words. Then, so when I was Google, I couldn't find it. I Googled it. The website didn't work for me. So I haven't done that. But when I searched for it, other ones started popping up. There was Queerdle, which is like, um, like gay culture, like terminology stuff. Like first word I got today was disco. Nice. Um, and then I found, I feel like there was another one. Oh, um, it's with bad words. I didn't try it, but it was like one that was all like cuss words and stuff. Swerdle. Oh, nice. So there's wordle, swerdle, queerdle, ludle. I love like, it. There's so many now. But um, Wordle's the OG, and I've been, like, obsessed with it every morning. Like, I, like, remember to do it every morning. I feel like we have to share another tip because, A, people are really confused on where to find this game because they go to the App Store. This is what I did the first time. I go to the App Store. I search for Wordle. There is a Wordle in the App Store. But it's not It's not that game. So then people are like, I'm confused. Why does mine not look like yours? Yeah. So go to the website. That's tip number one. Tip number two, because we've also gotten a couple questions from... How do you post your results? Yeah, because people always like everybody's been like sharing their results in the in their stories, and basically how I do it is so when you finish and it gives you your score, I press share, I type text or I press text message, and then it pops up like the little boxes in a text message, and then I just copy and paste it into my stories, and that's it. 
Um, but it's super fun. But yeah, so it's like you guess, you just guess a random five letter word. And then if a letter's gray, it means the letter is not in the word. If it is yellow, it means it's in the word, but not in the right spot. In the right spot. And if it's green, that's in the right spot. And um, yeah, so then you just know where letters are. So then you try to guess another word and it's so much fun. It's good for the brain. It is definitely. So yeah, Wordle. If you're not playing it, get on it. What are you doing with your life? (laughs) Besides not wasting time playing stupid games (laughs) on your phone. Um, But yeah, thank you guys for joining us for this episode. Join our Facebook group if you haven't. Search Club Wine Over Matter. Put in a request to join. Links to all of our socials, including links to our flavors of the week. You can find in details of our episode. Uh, We also post them every week on our Instagram. Uh, If you listen on Apple or have an iTunes account, please, please, please give us a five-star rate and review. Spotify now also has a rating system. So if you listen on Spotify or if you just have a Spotify account, go pop in Wine Over Matter and give us a little five star on there. Uh, You don't even, they don't do reviews. It's just straight up star rating system. So hop on Spotify, help us out with that. Uh, Give us a follow on Instagram at Wine Over Matter Pod. You can follow me, Laura, at Crunches Before Brunches and Steph at Authentically Steph. Thanks again. And we will see you at the same time next week with a glass in hand. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.